Welcome to Oncology Data Advisor. Today I'm here with Blanca Ledesma, who is a nurse practitioner at the UCLA Santa Monica Medical Center. Blanca, thanks so much for joining today. Thank you so much for having me. So today I wanted to discuss on targeted agents and the importance of patient education, education of all um, staff, anyone who has contact with patients on these targeted agents, these new novel agents that have these new unique adverse effects. So we're in such a great position now that we have all these new um, therapies that have been recently approved. Um, and now we're in the age that we have the ability to have precision medicine and non-small cell lung cancer. So it's such a great time to be in, um, especially for patients that we have these new therapeutic options to offer them. Um, but with these new therapeutic options come these unique adverse effects um, with these new class of medications. So it's really important that we set up the expectations with patients with the potential adverse effects that they can experience. So really um, what, you know, the educational piece that they know what can they expect, um, how to be proactive, um, setting up the expectations, um, educating patients or caretakers, and as well as us, the, the APPs and nurses, nurse navigators, infusionists and nurses, anyone has, who has any point of contact with patient because of the importance of really reinforcing the educational piece of with anyone who's involved with patient, whether it's a patient themselves or their caretakers as well. Um, so with uh, just starting with, you know, overall the classes, with the targeted agents with EGFRs um, inhibitors. We know that there could be, you know, the unique adverse effect of rashes um, and diarrhea, perinicchia. So again, the importance of telling patients that they can experience this, how they can be proactive with rich emollients, um, how they can uh, really important of setting up their baseline. Where are they at baseline? And really taking that time of uh, really informing patients. Where are they at baseline prior to starting therapies? Perhaps you're on a different prior therapy. Where is your baseline at that point? And how do they deviate from baseline? And the important piece of communicating to their care team um, when they have any deviation from baseline so that we can do early intervention and we can start. And if there is no intervention piece, but at least we're aware and we can start keeping an eye on these patients, do we need to see them a little sooner? The red inhibitors, red inhibitors can potentially, patients can experience hypertension. They can have some edema. There could be the hepatotoxicity, the importance of following these patients closely, but informing them and having the expectation that they can have these potential unique adverse effect to this class of inhibitor. And that patients can also be proactive, that they can follow their labs. And patients always want to be proactive and take an active, uh, be an active participant in their care, and as well as their caretakers. And that they can also be monitoring their, their blood pressure at home, um, that they can communicate, again, where is their baseline, that we do, um, patients are going to have primary care problems, that we do aggressively manage uh, their uh, hypertension prior to starting therapy, um, and that we then can um, monitor it throughout the course of starting their therapy and if there's any deviation from their baseline, again, the important piece of where are they at baseline and where if there's any deviation from baseline the important piece of communicating and following these patients uh, throughout the course of the treatment. And every institution, every clinic has their own unique way of how they monitor these patients. But again, the important piece of communicating. Um, and not every institution has um, different modalities as how they communicate with patients. We're very accessible to patients, whether it's through phone calls, emails, the portal. Patients really have different ways of how they can do this communication piece with us. 
med inhibitors. Again, med inhibitors can also have this edema component, hepatotoxicity, the photosensitivity. Um, you know, I'm in Southern California and we are very fortunate to have a lot of sun and have great weather. And really our, our goal is to really make our patients as um, um, have provide them with as much quality of life and have them be as active as possible. And they're out golfing, they're out being active, hiking. And so, but really communicating the expectations of what they can potentially um, um, experience. And so the importance of having wearing this, you know, sun protective clothing to really have the um, sun protection, you know, their sunblock and to really inform them of the potential uh, photosensitivity so that they do take the proper precautions. And when they forget, they will be communicating with us that they, oh, you know, you did inform me, but I forgot. Um, or they were, you know, yes, I remembered and I, I took, you know, the proper precautions. And so it's really important that, you know, again, the, the communication piece and informing them in advance. And when we don't set up those expectations, our patients will be upset with us because we felt to give them those expectations. And again, anyone who's involved in the patient's care, that, you know, the reinforcement, we're giving them a lot of information upfront, you know, when we were initially prescribed and do the educational piece, that it's a lot of information for them to absorb at one time. So really having everyone who's involved in their care, such as the nurse navigators, again, the infusional nurses, or they're drawing labs, um, anyone to just reinforce um, the potential adverse effects or just ask them, how are you doing? Are you experiencing any of these potential adverse effects? That it really is helpful because it really reinforces what the potential adverse effects might be or they're experiencing that they may have failed to tell us, but they're informing another member of their care team. And then another potential unique adverse effect that they can experience, such as what the NTRAC inhibitors is, I know potential, you know, the, the uh, fevers, a weight gain, a cognitive impairment. So again, where are they at baseline? That baseline is so important. I always like to inform my patients, do a head to toe assessment from the top of your head to the bottom of your toes. Where are you at baseline? And how do you deviate from baseline? Because we want to know if you're deviating for the better, that's great. But if you have a deviation from your baseline where you're having to, to the worst, and that's not what we expect. And so we want to have that early communication, whether it's from the patient directly, from a family member, from their caretaker, we want to know how they are deviating from where they were at baseline, that they communicate, that they note on whether it's on their phone with technology, on a diary, anywhere that they document where their baseline is prior to starting therapy. And then we do it as well, so that if we're not seeing the patient, if another member of their care team is seeing the patient, that they know where they were at and how they deviated from that baseline so that we know if we need to do further investigation, or is it related to treatment? Is it related to disease? But again, that component of what they can expect, how what how they can communicate with us, when they should be communicating with us. And I always set up the baseline as I'd rather know too much than not enough. I'd rather... Um, you know, um, communicate with you and say, you know, that's uh, normal, not normal, or, you know, let's tease it out. Let's, you know, have you come in, but really the communication piece is so important. And that, you know, early intervention is, is always key. Great. Well, thank you again for doing this. I appreciate it. Of course. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Oncology Data Advisor. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you'll never miss an episode.
In addition to our podcast, the Oncology Data Advisor site features expert perspectives and news stories on the latest in cancer research and treatments, all found at oncdata.com.